up, fell off, came back up. Woo, pulled a dually in Magic Parking Lot, came back up. Woo, go to the door, don't get served, don't have to pay. Woo, walk in, get ones, order wings, nigga, this the A. Hey. AP, Hublot, Pate, Role, Goatee. Niggas stealing so much sauce, them niggas damn near stole me. Damn. They stole the swag and they stole my license. You don't know about my sacrifices. Uh. Today I worked out on my triceps. Mm. Bought a room just to shoot Dyson. Yeah. Whip, same color, Cicely Tyson. Ooh. Smoking gas, one of my original vices. Yeah. Made a meal off my phone devices. Hello. Listen to your own advice. Hello. I'm laid up, but I'm prayed up. You a handful, you a A cup. Might rock a jersey in a J cup. Y'all young niggas need to wake up. Oh. Get out the bed, I grind a hustle. Get out the bed, yeah. I grind a hustle. Yeah. Get out the bed, I grind a hustle. Get out the bed, I grind a hustle. Did it before and I do it again. Did it before and I do it again. Did it before and I do it again. Did it before. Now, she know I'm. She knows like Daddy Santa Claus. Whoa. Yeah. So she don't believe the other one. Nah, she just know Daddy Santa Claus. Cause what happened was that uh, uh, Santa Claus is a black man. That song was came on the radio, and mm. she was like, "Well, what are they talking about, Daddy Santa Claus is a black man?" Yeah, I said, "Yeah, Daddy Santa Claus." Oh wow, how old was she then? Shoot, this might have been last year, maybe the year before. She probably been for two years like now. So yeah, Daddy Santa Claus, bro. So it wasn't no taboo thing to you? Like you don't you ain't scared that she gonna repeat that to kids that believe in it and like ruin their lives? <laughs> I don't think I think she almost looks at it like, okay, this is Santa Claus the character, and then like my daddy's really Santa Claus. So and that's, like, that's what I think. You ain't hey. never so you really ain't never had the conversation. Nah, cause I—I I mean, okay. these kids don't. I mean, they—it's too much info now. These kids, there's just no way they're gonna like. It's like trying to get the wrestling stuff off. Still, like, come on. I think kid would do, kids not watch wrestling anymore. I mean, well, I know you maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe, See, I think maybe. kids still like. They still like that, and like, like we. I at least I know I did when I thought. Well, it was no, real. I, love- I was about seven or eight. Yeah, I stopped what? when I was about nine. Well, I almost think they they watch it, but they're not watching with the same eyes. Like they're watching it from they know it's fake. Like yeah, like reality show. Like so, it's it. You're fine with it because you know what it is. But for us, it was like no, this is you know for well, you was like more WWF. I came in more on the on the back end WWE Raw, and so mm-hmm. around that time, it was like yo, it's, you see the blood on it. They getting hit with chairs. Like it's like yo, this is real until you finally you know figure out it ain't. I was so, still watching it. I stopped watching it like. Like I used to watch up until Monday Night Raw. Was it Nitro? Yeah, Nitro. Night, Night. No, it was another one though, wasn't it? You talking about, well, that you was talking about WCW? Like, yeah, they, they used to come oh, on Smack both Day. Monday Night SmackDown. No, nah, it wasn't that. No, it was so, Raw because that was WWF. Yeah, and then the WCW one used to come on TNT. Yeah, they had uh, they they the one that had Monday Nitro, and then I think they had Heat. This when NWO was popping. Boy, hey, there's a yeah. on Peacock, bro. This took me down. I don't know if you into it. I know we gotta get in the show, but it took mm-hmm. me down. To, they got a they got a uh, like a docu series. It's, it's like quite a few episodes, but it's like the the battle is called Monday Night Wars. Yeah, Big Jeff told me about that. Oh, Big Jeff put me on. You know, he Big Jeff still watch wrestling to this day. Like he's still a wrestling fan. I'm. You know what, Big Jeff? If you can convince me, I've been thinking about this for a while, but I just can't bring myself to find the bag to get into it again. 
Big Jeff will break it down. But I think he got a wrestling podcast, if I'm not mistaken. He was doing one. I'm not sure if they still do it. But yeah, Big Jeff into yeah. it. Yeah, he like into it, into it. I like when black people are into different stuff, bro. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. But let's get back to the important thing. <laughs> are you sure that your daughter does... Are you 100% sure she don't think there's a Santa Claus or you just speculating? I think you need to have that conversation. I don't think you can be 100% about anything, <laughs> really. You know, but I think that uh, majority for sure. Like, I don't, she's so colored. It doesn't scare you that she would just ruin it for other kids. That would be my biggest. Like, I wouldn't be mad if my child was like, I know it ain't no Santa Claus. Y'all, like, come on, daddy, keep it real. But I wouldn't want her to go to school and like ruin it for other kids who was like into it. And but be bro, like, you know, it ain't no Santa Claus, right? Well, bro, that's gonna happen anyway. It don't matter who kid it is. That that was happening when we were kids. I mean, that's cool, but like, I still don't want it to be my child to do it, though. <laughs> oh, because like, it's breaking news: Spike Lee's son <laughs> has told the school yeah. that my child ain't gonna be an no asshole that somebody remembers for the rest of their life. I remember it in touch because I remember who told me that it was. My cousin told me that it wasn't no Santa Claus. I yeah, still is, remember. You're that. right. You're right. It is yeah, kind of a big deal because yeah, I because re- I remember. And we talked about that, of course, because it's this time of year. I remember going because my mom used to work at a department store and she worked at the warehouse. So we went to Castanot's the department store, like not the warehouse where she worked at, but the department store of the warehouse that she worked at. And we was walking in and I was like, <laughs> trying to be a smart ass. I was like, <laughs> Cause she said something like he might not be here or something like that. I was like, man, it's, it's way more than one Santa Claus. And she was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know Santa Claus not real. This is like eight or nine. She's like, who oh, told you that? Man. <laughs> oh man. I was like, Kaladre told me. She's like, I ain't no need us going then. But then you, as, as a child, you get put in there like, oh shit, did I say something wrong? Like, am I not going to get any yeah. gifts now? Like, no, nah, no, nah, we can still go. I, I'm sure this is the right Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to back up out of it. I think that's traumatizing kids. It, I, I mean, I'm not sure how I would handle it though. Cause at one point in time, I was really adamant about I wouldn't even start that lie. Like, I'm not even telling yeah. my kid that there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, you take away, you take away the bliss, and there's there's a beautifulness about childhood. It's because of bliss, the naiveness of not knowing things. That's the for me the number one beauty about being a kid is just not knowing stuff, like not being aware, just being in your own imaginative reality that you live in. And Santa Claus is. <laughs> and wrestling is definitely one of those things but you know yes well not to your knowledge but to mine that's why i wanted to start it because we're talking about lying and some people lying is necessary sometimes <laughs> I like lie it. to your kid about santa claus i like it you lie about the easter buddy man sometimes you need to keep the innocence or what you perceive as innocence for people hmm. so mo hit me up man said he wanted to do an episode about lying and i, I did not understand where he was trying to take it so i'm looking forward to where we're gonna go with this wait a minute <laughs> niggas be lying because that was that was the exact text that most sent me about the topic <laughs> niggas be lying. Oh, and i took it literal and he was like well i'm joking this guy you didn't even read the rest of the text that's why i was like not because he's like oh i don't understand i was like bro I, I literally laid out the context like and the episode was about honesty. It's more of a half full. You turned it on to half mm-hmm. empty with you the said line. Line, though. You said line. I did read the whole thing. Here's what I, I read, though. And, okay. and here's how my brain works. I read it thinking, and this kind of ties into what you were saying about um, when you talked about being disappointed in people at times. Mm-hmm. You know how you like, you're skeptical, and sometimes you can't just approach stuff with, oh, okay, this is going to be cool. It's going to happen because you've been let down before, which is mm-hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. 
So I tied that into you, that text and you said when niggas be lying, it's just like, that's your disposition. Oh, uh, let me hear what this lying ass nigga got to say today. What, what nigga gonna lie to me today? I'm going outside. This nigga lying at the gas station. Mm-hmm. This nigga lying to me at the grocery store. So that was how I took. It. I did read it all though. That was okay. just how I took. It. Okay, I, 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 I guess we're still learning because I thought I was like, okay, he, like I thought you were gonna pick it up as a joke, but I was like, oh, he really did didn't pick that up at all so i i said okay we're still working here we're still working here so <laughs> i didn't take it personally anything. No, I, no, I, no, I, no, not at all like, i just thought that you were having a bad day with niggas lying to you that's what i so thought i, I said he probably <laughs> thinking like in real time i'm like niggas be lying I, we gotta talk about it like i gotta get it off i need a rent <laughs> yeah, that's what i that's exactly <laughs> what i thought that's exactly what i thought <laughs> so this is another week in the books man i am spike lou mo how you doing brother and I am good. Y'all ain't had Fridays this good since Fridays was this good. And I want to make a public service announcement. I am officially the hardest working man in podcasting. What nigga do you know is writing, producing, now making memes, video editing, making music, graphic design, and hosting. So I want to let y'all know I'm putting it on the map 2023. I'm the hardest working nigga in pie business. Please recognize. How you doing, Spike Lou? I cannot complain at all, brother. Getting it in. Yes, he is coming to an end, wrapping it up. We're going to get to 25, I think 24 chapters, man, mm. before uh, the year is out. This is the 24th chapter, excuse me. Yes. Uh, who's really real? Uh, AWITB2022 at gmail.com. Going to write into the show, be a part of the dialogue. Mm-hmm. we elevating conversations. First, we start with the off deck mo. Yes, sir. So off deck is a spinoff from the on deck TV show that Spike Lou and Animal Brown uh, record or put out rather every Wednesday. Uh, So y'all go tune into that. But this week on on our off deck question, I said with the recent events that you guys spoke about with uh, DJ Academics and Lil Baby and uh, you, Spike, and both of us really being a part of the media. How would you feel about being a villain in media? And when I said villain, I mean, like, if you, like, let's say you, your brand has always been kind of like an optimistic brand, or it's always been kind of, you're trying to push things forward in a positive way. Mm-hmm. But you, but what gets you hot is mm-hmm. you kind of not having that stance based on let's just say a clip or based on an episode where you just it's like i got a lot of things to say and it's not the great great things to say about the culture this week and let's say that puts you on and then people are now leaving comments they're going crazy it's like man yo we need some more of this we need more spike Lou talking about these things or this and that but it was in more in that vein versus pushing things forward how would you feel if that was the position you were in would you go with that now because that's working for you or would you just stick to you know what i mean like nah that was a one-off i don't care if they ain't coming back to subscribe or listen this is my brand i'm not going back to that that was a one-off thing yeah i couldn't i couldn't consistently get in front of people and not be who i am i just it's just too much work for me it's not what i do this for it's not why i got into it i got into this so i could live and just make money off of being myself spike luke so if I had to, if I had put myself in a box and you, like you said, went quote unquote viral from something one one off, I wouldn't, I wouldn't double down. I wouldn't go skip Bayless or I wouldn't go mm. sh- early Charlemagne. Like, I wouldn't do that because I, I'm just not that comfortable being that person. Mm. Like that's not, I'm not 
I'm not invested enough to have to put on a whole new mask to do this. Like I want to be myself and make money. That way it don't feel like a job. Yeah. If you're doing this and you have to like what you're describing, I think switch it up like that, then it's just another job. How long mm. before you get tired of that? Mm. I think that's one of the reasons when we talked about work on uh, our episode, like one of the reasons that we have such a hard time with nine to fives is we don't love that shit. Mm. We don't love like you know the last nigga you met that has mm. a corporate job or doesn't work for himself that loves what he do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that coming to loving what you do or feeling like it's not work is you getting able to be yourself getting just able to do you and that that don't consist of oh man this hot this is what the people look like they always irritate me mm-hmm. like people that try to feed the algorithm that's what the people looking for like they mm-hmm. want you to say this and you ought to do instagram live i don't want to do instagram live bro mm-hmm. like i don't want to do that it's not comfortable mm-hmm. for me so i do get people that try to do this for a living but i also see why they miserable when they do make it yeah. When I do this What about you, you? Uh, Well you said You said You're not comfortable But when do you find yourself When do you find the necessity Of getting uncomfortable For the sake of Your success You know what I mean That's a question I think I've, I've been meaning to ask you So I'll ask that here So you said Like going Instagram live You're like I'm not comfortable with that But when do you make the judgment call To say hey This is one of those moments Where I'm I'm kind of Uncomfortable here But I think it feeds the need of my trajectory do you ever have have that thought it couldn't be i think it has to be i don't know well i mean you need to do that that's what i'm saying that's the answer though like it it, as long as i'm not thinking that it's something that'll work and i'm like okay well this will work i know if i do this and put myself in this uncomfortable situation logically this should work out if i have that thought in my head then yeah i'm willing to make myself uncomfortable in this and ask a tough question or have a tough interaction Mm -hmm. Cause I know that would be worth it but however putting that mask on going and trying to do that in every podcast or everything that I do I don't feel like that would be worth it or it wouldn't be sustainable so like you said in that moment or in those uncomfortable situations and you gauge in it and you're like okay is this worth it or not mm-hmm. or excuse me this will be worth it or it won't be worth it I can't wonder about it if that makes sense does that make yeah. sense no it, it makes sense I, I'll I guess. What I'm about gonna... you? I mean, like, oh, you put well. yourself out there a lot more. Like, you got to, you said, write a lot of different characters. Yeah. What would you say to that? Well, I, I have been like, I, I never forget. Like when I was doing music, my my homeboy, well, he's he was my wife's best friend. He still is my wife's best friend, but he like he took a liking to me, and we started kind of cooking and working together. And he kind of was like under the radar like my manager or whatever and so he wanted me this is back when the phrase like turn down for what was like huge and he was like i'm telling you man you got to do a song turn down for what man that's like trending i really didn't want to do that <laughs> like i was just like all right so like cool. the little john song or little john got a song yeah like they had a few like a few people like i think jeezy had something like that you know it was a few Wait. people your manager was telling you to do a song that had already been done and was a hit. Well, it it hadn't quite it didn't got there yet. Like it hadn't got wow. there yet. Like it was like it started becoming like a hashtag or started to be like like you know, kind of trending a little bit. So we the yeah. goal was try to get in front of and by that point I had like I'd been putting music so I'm trying to be open to trying a different approach. I made the song, the song was fine, like but I just remember I was just like this is so corny to me. Like ah man, but it, I had to take that risk. You know what I'm saying? Like I, just because 
I I got you. I I feel like it's necessary to try and see what doesn't work. You know, what I mean, there's always a delete button, <laughs> but most times there's a delete button in regards to this the social wave. But I I'm the same way with you on that spike. Like I'm not gonna like they be like, oh, well, I like it when he he getting in this bag where he like now if there's like moments within the show where it's like okay, I'm going in this certain space, I'll do that because it's an extension of me if it fits the bill. But I'm not gonna come in there and be a caricature of whatever it is that people think is the hottest part you know what i mean if if i don't i ain't gonna say comfortable because that's not the word for me but if it doesn't if it doesn't fit the trajectory i guess that's probably the better way to put it if it just doesn't fit like it's like okay if i do this because i'm always looking down the road like i've spoke on previous episodes but we, what were you saying before that you were saying something about oh you said i put myself out there more what you said with the characters and stuff yeah, you write and do like voice acting, so that's a lot more. Yeah, not Maurice. It's not yeah. you per se. It's not mm. your persona. So, how do you find a comfortable place to do that stuff? Uh, I think. Like it's what, just, what, go no, ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm good. I was gonna say when to to add on to that question, like what gives you one the comfortable place and two the confidence to do that? Like, do you run it by somebody? Or like you, you pretty much feel like once you get it down on paper, you didn't did a couple of drafts that I got it. This is good. I'm going to market with it. Like, how, what's your process for that to stay comfortable and to stay knowing that it's good? What's your checkpoint? Well, I mean, once you do your research, you know what I'm saying. Like, first, you being a fan of something. You know, what I mean, obviously, you said you were a fan of Combat Jack and some of the other, you know. Uh, content creators and people of radio that you've supported for years so being in that space and learning just the the nuance and the technique of how they do what they do you become a fan of it you now uh internalize those techniques and now you say man you get so moved by what they're doing you saying i can do this you know what i'm saying and so for me i listen to a lot of fiction podcasts and i knew there's always room for the black like there's always room for the black so me getting my process of doing the voice acting originally was me and my cousin we came up with this concept this idea it ended up transforming into something else during the the pandemic we were going we had something about a a, a up-and-coming actor trying to make it in california the premise changed completely when the pandemic happened and we kind of put the idea down and then I I, I kind of wanted to revisit and then I was like dang I don't know about Cali I got to do a lot of research I got to do this I said but what if it took place literally in my hometown I know about my city I know the streets around here I know all of the places take it from there what makes me confident in putting it out is because I believed in the premise it's just a coming of age story you know what I mean it's, it never gets old like it's it's a black voice, black experience. He's a black man. He have he has sex with women. He's you know he gets locked up. You know he gets into altercations. He gets shot. He has to defend himself. He's just a young man trying to find his way. That story never gets old. So I'm just confident because I believe in what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like because I did, I used to not believe in what I did, and so I talk to myself a lot, and that help that has helped me a lot because there's nobody there that has ever made me fully feel super confident so i had to start learning how to do that myself really even with your dad around because you know they say therapist told me that that's mm-hmm. where our confidence starts from that's where it like it is that is well, yours wasn't okay so you said you still weren't as confident as you felt like you needed to be and that came from within 
Yeah, I think because it, it felt, I mean, and this is probably being mad young to pick this up, but it felt like a bias. When your parent tells you, you, you feel like people have biases against you. No, I'm saying like like your parent, like your mom or your dad, like or your grandma, you know, close loved one. It felt like a bias because it's just like you have to say that. If you don't have to say that, you're going to say that. I I don't at that age. I don't know the genuineness of it because it's just that's it's just like I'm your kid. What are you? So you thinking they was lying to you about your artistic? value because you were that kid I mean, and you found that confidence from yourself yeah yeah what, what, what so. i'm standing at so. here and i say that yeah. okay so this is just part of the general conversation now mm-hmm. what i'm wondering because because i feel like that all rappers have this unrealistic uh confidence and i'm not saying that in a bad way i feel like that's a yeah tool it's a skill set for the job mm-hmm when you do this is it the same thing is this like when i'm writing this man i know nobody can't fuck with me i really ain't gotta run it by nobody i don't care if it <laughs> makes sense to the motherfucker that i'm reading i'm gonna do this because you and i and i asked that because your personality seems like you walk like you almost have a chip on your shoulder would you agree or disagree with that i do walk with, like i got a chip on my shoulder because i've had a lot of failure I have I had a lot of failures like I doing the right things and then it's like dang the, literally the dude next to me win and I always end up coming up short. I got stories mm. from college where it's like I was the president of the brotherhood. I did everything right, still failed. Like Dean's list is so many, bro. It's so many. I literally was just talking to my you wife. You feel slighted. I always feel slighted because it's like, bro, I actually have the tools. But for whatever reason, I'm always counted out or I'd never I didn't do this enough. I didn't have this person or didn't do this. And it's just like now I'm trying to break that chain. Like, no, I'm going to start believing I am who I think I am. And I'm going to start uh, 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 governing myself accordingly. So now I've turned the knob all the way up. Like when I was a rapper, I still was kind of timid a little bit, still mad, humble, you know, because I just still battling with confidence and self-esteem issues. But now at this age, it's like, no, I know I'm tapped into a different space because I'm actually doing the work for real. What made it turn the work? When I did when I did roll, when I did that show. That's what made the turn is like you didn't feel. So you still. And and the reason that I asked, because (laughs) going back to the text, that's how the text came off. And then that's my oh. perception of you anyway. Okay, okay, I got you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I feel like that you, like, the reason I asked, I wanted assurance, but I do feel like that you kind of have a chip on your shoulder. Not in a bad or a good way, I just, you can tell. Like like a so Jordan it, way? It, like, like like I got to kind of create scenarios to navigate it? Yes, like Jordan? Okay. I, I, Jordan way, Kobe way. Again, it's not a criticism, it's just an observation. Yeah. Okay. I think we get really confused with that in our communities when people tell us stuff. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, you're making right. an observation, bro. I ain't saying it's good or bad. It's just an observation. That ain't for you. That's for everybody else out there. Yeah. Y'all start applying it and tell people it's not a criticism. It's just an observation. With that being said, in my observation, that's why I responded in the text. I think mm. a lot of the the reason that I come off, because it, it really sit with me, and I you're not the only person to tell me that I come off so serious. But you telling me that and me just thinking back over a lot of situations in my life helps me understand oh this motherfucker probably thought that i was like serious serious and i just that's just my personality it's not that i'm stern or mean or mad it's just like i sometimes struggle to see the humor in things from another person's perspective Hmm. so when you were saying this i guess i don't know if i was analyzing or like 
the line thing. I was like, okay, Mo gotta go ahead. Are you afraid to misread? Afraid to misread. Tell me what you mean. Like, like something like, like, because you're so analytical. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, no, I enjoy being wrong, actually, because okay, that, okay. that that helps well, me get out of my yeah. head. Okay. Now I enjoy being wrong. Like if I'm, I'm like, oh shit, because again, <laughs> how I am in the criticism, like when I hear people tell me stuff, someone would say, oh Lou, you're a, you think you're a know-it-all. See, or I something get that of that too. nature. I get that too all the time. Right, but it's not me acting like a know it all. It's like you said, I'm just analytical <laughs> and I've thought about it. I've been thinking about it. You probably just considered it. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. But however, when I am wrong or something comes off wrong, it's like, oh, okay, you ain't always right or you miss this or that. Like it helps me observe even more. Mm-hmm. I feel like I missed something or I should have looked at it this way. It ain't always been like that because I used to, I used to have the same attitude as you. What mm-hmm. switched it for me is. Well, learning, living life, which that book that we talked about, Power of the Subconscious Mind, mm-hmm. like, and what everybody always saying, all this stuff uh, with uh, motivational speakers and whatnot, it really is a thought process. If you think, mm-hmm. oh, woe is me, nothing good ever happens to me, mm-hmm. all this, that, and the third, like, that's literally how your life plays out. Mm-hmm. However, if you switch it and think the best and you're optimistic, then your life starts playing out that way. I didn't believe it, I thought that was bullshit, but that shit is actually true. Hmm. The more we, the woe of me is and, and down on yourself he is, the more bad shit happens to you. I believe that. And when you when that was my homework, I mean, I didn't go through the whole book, but I went through, I don't know, maybe five, six chapters. But yeah, it tied into yeah. it. But it that that's why and I, I like, listen to the whole book either. That, I'm just speaking off what I've But that was enough, so though. Yeah, but that's enough. And you've heard variations of that through your, your uh, content reception. But mm-hmm. uh for me that so i'll utilize those things that i've like failed in or like i didn't quite get the w in and i thought about something real interesting that'll go into what we're we're talking about uh and i realized i'm gonna use that now not only has it as a chip but i'm starting to speak against them things not living there and keeping a subconscious thought i'm not gonna make it this time what if this happens like everything else in my life i'm actually thinking like no i'm breaking that chain that 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 con- constant following me saying you're not good enough or you're gonna fail and you, you you're just okay you're just another okay nigga like what in my head i'm breaking that thought i'm like no i am who i think i am and i'm going and, and soon enough people will find that out i didn't have this confidence as a rapper like i was as a rapper i was really an r&b guy bro i just I couldn't sing it. i couldn't sing as well as my brother so when my daddy That's was rapping scary. Nobody can sing. I mean, excuse me. You ain't like really got to be a good singer to be an R and B guy now. Well, I mean, I got, I got, I got, I got R and B joints now. But that, that you know, y'all see that oh. one these days. Yeah. But, but that was well. That was after I started really doing research and listening to Andre and listening to some other things. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's different, different tunage. But, but my dad being an alternative, I'm seeing him rapping. I'm like, oh. And then my sister was rapping. She younger than me. I'm like, okay, maybe I can try this rap thing. And from that point, I obsessed over it and got really good at it. And uh, that's how I ended up becoming a rapper. But I've always been an R&B lover type dude. So that's why it's like I got a little bit of that rapper esque, but it's not the traditional like you know rapper rappery rap rap dude or whatever so but yeah <laughs> it makes sense i mean that makes sense it makes a lot, a lot of sense as far as that and and keeping on with it um 
perception and and lying and things of that nature i want to double back and talk about dion real quick have you been seeing in the news bro what happened? i almost sent you a picture i'm in the in the break room and they have no signal in there but they have newspapers so i flipped through the newspaper yeah. and i see dion sanders colorado and so i started reading the article i was getting into it yeah. i'm like okay let's see what and they had like the the the, the headline was like uh <laughs> dion says this was a something from God or this was something along those he lines. He said that God told him to go to Jackson State and turn HBCUs around. Okay. That's what well, he said. They didn't have that. Well, they definitely had it misquoted because they said something about okay. Colorado or whatever. But but anyway. Oh, oh yeah. Well, God told him to go to Colorado too. Okay. Oh, this was yeah. when he went to Jackson State. I thought you was talking about But yeah, God told him to go to Colorado too. Okay. So go ahead. What, 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 what was you, you going to say? Well, I was going to ask since you read the article a lot. He's been getting a lot of flack, man. A lot of people have been calling him a sellout. You got donkey today, bro. Uh, I, I, it makes sense. That's crazy. Uh, sellout said he lied. Just he been getting the short end of the stick, in my opinion, because I understood it from the beginning. Yeah, that he wasn't going to be there forever. A lot of people said that he needed to be there 10, 20 years. What I'm asked, or what my question to you would be, if even if you felt, if you told people that God told you, right? God told you. <laughs> God <laughs> <do> did. <laughs> if you get a job getting offered 15 times the amount of your salary right now, that's crazy. Better facilities, better means to do your job. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't turn that down to help your people, would you? I mean, if you if you again, I I spoke about last, but if if you said, let's just let's just not say he. Let's just get past the semantics. Let's just say he didn't say that was his plan. He just said I wanted to turn HBCU football around. Right. And he said, okay, three years. That's the number. I'm good. I'm moving on. People got to relax. Like that. I spoke about it last week. Regardless, like. Stop looking for that's that is it's so many words. We us as a people, we need to be stronger. I know now we're getting in a generation where because we can let our guard down because of mental health, because of vulnerability, because of therapy now, we we have allowed ourselves to kind of get a little weaker just to try to get healthier. And y'all can pick up what you want from that statement. But stop looking at one black man to be the savior of all of us, bruh. He did what he said. He left 12 and 0. That's what I read. All right, cool. He did what he wanted to do. He went over here, let him do his thing, bruh. Like, it wasn't about I, his record on the field, though. People are mad about the impact. And, and the, the argument is that Dion is the only one that could do what Dion does bring that spotlight. We have that charisma, get top talent at HBCUs. Should the man paid half his salary to make the facilities better? Mm -hmm. So what they're saying is you sold us a dream. You're a car salesman. You sold us a, a bad car. I don't think that people are really mad about three years. They're more so mad because he presented it as something and then went another way. But that's standard for his industry. So my problem ain't really with that. My problem is more so you were kind of going that way but why we expect so much out of individual black people yeah like Dion couldn't save HBCUs by himself he couldn't do that 
You said And use. then I seen HBCUs. Right. He could barely Bro. save the one that he was at. Right. Exactly. And then I seen this narrative going around. Well, why Jay-Z didn't help? You know, why Beyonce didn't help him? All these black people with all this money. Why they didn't give Dion no money to keep him there? For what? Why would they give money to him for them to stay there? You say, oh, because of the culture. So now it's falling on them to stop and input and make sure that their million dollar investment is doing what it has to do and, and keep ties with Dion all because that we think that there's just a handful of people that's supposed to save our culture. That's the only thing that I had about it. That was my gripe and what I wanted to bring to the table about it. Mm. I can't tell him whether he was wrong or right for leaving, but I do think that like what you're saying, it's lazy for us to think that one person is the end all be all of changing any situation. Just like Dion came there, left, mm -hmm. another person can come there and do it. They may not have his charisma or personality. They may not be as effective as him. Mm -hmm. But if they're keeping the mission going, then that's what we're asking for. That's it. Like, okay. it, it ain't really about thing. Black people do too much bickering. And I don't want to turn this into a chastising thing. But we do too much bickering back and forth when the answer to the solution ain't even in the conversation that we have. The answer yeah. is okay who's the next person that's gonna yeah. come in and keep it going yeah. it's not oh man he shouldn't have left oh he'll sell out who cares he gone that's that's fine that's a, he went have, and does what he gotta do that's over however he has laid the foundation for that to happen again and somebody else can do it after him and if they fail somebody can come do it behind them the thing is to keep it going that's the thing a deacon at my church went on this super long rant. He was just talking about like the you, he kind of bounced everywhere. He was like thirty minutes long, bro. But I don't go all the way Ooh, into home that. Miss church. Oh, all, I bet I bet you don't, bro. Lord, <laughs> the long story. I went but, to Primitive Baptist Church too. Oh, yeah, but about two thirty-three. Go ahead. But he just went on like a such a long rant, and I'm at that age and point where, what are you gonna do about it? What are you going to do? <laughs> Y'all black people <laughs> are complaining about Dion coaching. You don't even coach. You ain't even go to that school. You don't even have kids in that school. You ain't even never went to college. What is y'all talking about, bro? Like, that's what be. It's like y'all just got to stick your toe in stuff that has nothing. Anybody, any black people, all people. We all love sticking our toe into somebody else's business and it doesn't even hit your vicinity. You ain't got nothing to do with it. it ain't even never been in your perspective or realm and you feel like you need to. I feel like, what have you done? He done more than you did. What are you? I think we just stop having this like such a follower mentality all the time. You know what? Take that inspiration. Like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to coach locally. I tell you what, I'm going to do something for these black boys. Get encouraged, like see that and take it. Say, okay, I'm gonna do something instead of complaining. Like, I, I'm at that point. Like, what's up now? Like, I want to get a shirt made. That's what what's up? Ask. What's up? Is that what you're gonna ask people when yeah. they say when they complain and you gonna ask them? That? Yeah. What Let are you gonna you do? <laughs> do you enjoy church? Do I enjoy church? It depends on the church. Yes. It depends. The church you go to, you go every Sunday, right? This is a long story. Yeah, I do. Oh, uh, you lie. I do go every like, Sunday. This, I'm saying I do go every Sunday. That's what I'm saying. I do. Story about it. Now, currently, today, you go every Sunday. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
There's so many questions I have as to Go why there was a delay, and it's a long story. <laughs> okay. What do you enjoy about going to church at, at your age and being a black man? Um, if I take the, the current one that I attend out of the equation, because I just got nah, it. include that. Include that. Okay. Include that one, yeah. My, so you want this experience now or like the, the overall experience overall experience? what even overall. makes you get up on a Sunday? like even before you went to this church on sunday you came to your new town yeah with the thought process of i get up on sundays and mm -hmm. go to church yes. what makes you do that it's a few things man i'm gonna uh okay. i'm gonna reveal some things here for y'all here so okay uh so i am a minister y'all don't know that but now y'all know that i am an actual light not shocked okay see spike is spike is very <laughs> observant see spike is very observant he could pick that up he probably would have picked up who was a mole <laughs> um, so i am that and that is my that is uh, a part of my calling uh outreach but as far as taking that out the equation just attending I, there's an enjoyment that i get about sep just being away from every societal and everything going on and being in a place of hurt people that are really have a hopefulness in in our god and our belief that he is real and he is coming back being able to separate everything that's going on in our life to be able to believe in something better something good something higher than us something better than us and to be able to encourage us it's like a it's like just being charged back up every week after dealing with so much of these things like it it's so many things but i most times I enjoy the music. Most times I always enjoy the word if if the person that is up there really knows how to uh, communicate that. But that is it's kind of challenging because generational differences. Do you have like a specific denomination? I'm honestly, bro. I mean, I go to Baptist, but I'm I'm a non-denomination person because it all the denominations is just. Uh, this is our viewpoint of what we th it's interpretation so all of it's different interpretation what we think it says this or we think it says this so then we're going to say this right. denomination so for me i'm really non-denomination uh people can probably put it last in one though is yeah. it is it is it a black church or a white church that you go to now or is it mixed? Uh, it's, it's a black church okay i've been to a Please. church with mix i've been to a church where a white guy preached but uh i've watched a doc we talk. I, I alluded to this a little bit ago about the Kyrie conversation, and uh, I just can't let the. I just can't. You know, I I, I have love for him, but I, I'm not gonna let him. I can't let the white man like. You can't pastor me, bro. Whoa, the white man can't give you the lowest word. Now he can't pastor me. I ain't say he can't give me the word. He can spit. He won't. He just so ain't gonna pa what pastor is pastor me? me? What does that mean? Be the guy. You're leading. Okay, you're leading so here's the a question that I got. You're, you're, you're okay. leading the flock. Now that's interesting in what you're saying as far as leading the flock. And that's why I was going with this anyway. So I'm glad that you said it. Mm -hmm. Now you, your wife, and your daughter go to church, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And the pastor pastors all of y'all. Okay. Right? Right. I'm asking. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, that's he's, now, I he's, make sure, yeah. yeah, he's, he's the he's the what you said was very important to what I'm about to ask. You said he can't pastor me. Mm -hmm. So if you have a disagreement with him as your pastor. And it's the rest of your household's pastor as well. Like if you and your wife disagree on what pastor is saying, yes. How do y'all solve that? Like what if she sides with him, but you see it differently oh, gotcha. from both of them? Gotcha. 
Hey man, Spike is in that, that bag. That was the whole right thing now. that I was. Getting. Spike is in that bag Not right it. now. <laughs> you were in a bag because right I, now. This, I like it. This is one of the things that I worry about. Like I don't go to church. Yeah, I, I'm not. I feel I like know. it's fake. Uh, yeah, I, I we figured get into that, that like, at some point in time. Yeah. yeah, I don't go to church at all. I yeah. went for a long time, and I, I went growing up. I went even in my twenties. I went every day, Mondays and Wednesdays. Took notes, all of that. Oh wow, okay. I just fell out of love with. It. However, right. my question and what I always wondered is what you just said and what I asked you. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm talking over the answer. We can make a good podcast and keep people here long. <laughs> oh, man. You know. I want to know, like, if you you in there and, and you really disagree with something, he say this guy is the person who's bringing God in your household. Mm-hmm. And you is a line of. Yeah. Chain of line, I would say. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you how, how does that play out? Uh, I mean, I'm at that point now I can have a conversation, you know, with with the pastor, with the pastor, or your wife. Well, with the pastor, like that's where it starts for me. It's like, okay, you said. So something. you disagree with him, and your wife agrees with him. You started with him. Yeah. You don't want your wife to see your point of view. You started with the 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 pastor. Well, like if we're talking about like a strong disagreement, not something that's like okay. I know what you meant to say. Something is critical in your household. Okay, something critical. Is critical in, this is make a, This is yeah. This this important to me and my family. And you telling them one thing, okay. and I think something different. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a conversation with my wife first. I'm gonna tell her, okay, this is what okay. it says accordingly. This is where I believe he misstepped in what he said. Uh I'm mm-hmm. not really the person that's gonna go crazy on you, like I can't believe you. Like I'm more so black. Like, I've had debates. <laughs> like her her dad is a pastor. So we've had nights of debating because we just didn't agree. About the word. Yeah, about the word. Like I said, I don't think you're saying it. And we're going back and forth. And then sometimes we had to agree to disagree. And sometimes we come to the conclusion. I'm like, dang, you're right. You got me. Yep. I, now well, I see what you're saying. Pair, what a pair of nuts you got on you to be questioning this lady, your wife's dad, all these years he's been pastoring, to try to tell him the interpretation that he know of it is wrong. That's so Maurice. But, but who, but, but who, 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 can't, who can't be wrong, though? Who can't be wrong? It ain't that you can't be wrong. It's that. Isn't I think there you a, think a certain level of go ahead. I think you think that it's a rawness that I'm approaching somebody like on some rapper like, nah, nigga, you wrong. Like, <laughs> let me in tell my you head, why I you got wrong. Mind, but I know that if you go to Corinthians, <laughs> bro, that ain't what it's saying. Corinthians, dog, yeah. that's what it's saying. In my bro. head, I totally got you walking with the book open and pointing and stomping your foot and like throwing your hat down. I've had head. one time that's where in I was, my head how I see it. I had one time I was way out of pocket. I was early to this and I was I got shut down crazy because I did not do the research. I didn't do the study. I rolled off somebody else's like passion and I was like, yeah, I kind of agree with him. Now I rolled came that way. Boy, he kicked my ass on, on it. I was like, damn. You to go take it to a real nigga. Yeah, nigga, he got me network. together. But look, the crazy part is I said, you know what? I had to stop in the argument. I was like, dang, all right. I see. He, you're right. I didn't want to, but I was like, you're right. But the other dude, he kept he kept trying to get him to. I was like, he ended up calling somebody else. Like, tell him, tell him. I'm telling he you. He didn't hey. even know hmm? You see how, and you, you see how dumb he looked. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Because I was dumb. like, bro, yeah. that we were supposed to, we were supposed to come to an agreement. If we don't, we agree to disagree. But the whole point is, it's not to be like I'm right and you're not. It's more so like we're trying to get an understanding yeah. of what's it's going the conversation. on. The conversation, the conversation, interpretation, so. the conversation. Right. But the approach with him is just so like we, I might, I might say, well, what do you, what do you, what do you think about this? Or like you said this last week, what made you say that? And then we'll kind of get into it because we'll get into like the technical side of of 
the approach in presenting the word like we'll get into the technical part of like what made you go that way with it and where did that story come from and so we'll get into it like and you know so yeah. so this would be a smaller church right so i guess my question would be one how would you have a relationship is that a relationship that you have with the pastor to the church that you go now like if you hear something right now you being new to this church mm -hmm. primarily because you ain't been where you are for a long time if you heard something now and it went like that like you wouldn't be able to talk to the pastor right well like you ain't got it's her it's her it, it's it's her grandfather so oh there it is this is, is this a little, small church small church yeah uh, I've been okay. to a bigger like church was, now. That might get like different. Trying to throw the caveat in there, it's like you really don't enjoy his church. And well, the no, the, other, the one I had with her dad, that wasn't a big one either. Like, but it was. It, it just no, nah, no. Nah, I ain't saying big or not. Like oh. his, the way that he delivers the word. You a fan of her grandpa? Nah, you gotta ask You just blink. Nah, since you, okay. you are fried, bro. You are fried. Nah, I think I'm more of a. Uh, I'm more of a fan of. Uh, he has a very dope way of having like um an educational perspective with he has a lot of like programs books studies kind of like structure he i love the structure that he he has but i think as far as that side goes it's more of a lecture style that's not really my preference um i don't know i'm a different kind of communicator when i'm up hmm. there but you know hey <laughs> so you preach the sermon yeah, bro. I've been. I I was called in 2015. What does that mean? You was called like you went join oh. church, got baptized. No, no, I got baptized I, when I, I was the young. Well, what it, what it mean is, uh, basically God gives you the the unction in your spirit where you and you can't shake it off, and you you go through you go through these things of you you, you like what is going on with me? I feel the need. I have to speak. I have to say something. And you you try to hold it down, and it's it's like this. Like I probably you probably heard the phrase like fire shut up in my bones, but it is like an internal heat, like almost anxiety like type thing. At least that's my experience. And at that point, I was just like kind of like a young deacon. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm on the right path. I'm good, you know what I mean. But then I started feeling something more. It's like I needed to do more than this. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to be doing? And it just through prayer and walking. I I was I used to walk the streets all the time, and then I just I didn't want to accept it because I was like, I can't be up here because I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I got problems. I got what habits. Does that mean? I mean, I, I mean, all preachers will have problems, right? I mean, I know, but you said you didn't want to live that life. No, I'm not really like, lived that I, life because it, 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 I, I've been around preachers <laughs> that I've seen, I've kind of seen a inside of their life where I'm like, okay, they definitely ain't what I'm thinking, you know, what the idea people think they would be. However, I just more so was just like, I'm not about to get in front of these people <laughs> speaking these things, but it, it, but it's a process of understanding like everybody's messed up, bro. Ain't nobody qualified, dude. Nobody's qualified. Like you think you like you're gonna be the exception. Like, well, at least this pat. No, you don't know what they got going on. But if you had you were had a chance for to see the real deal of what's going on, what they done, it'll make a lot more sense, and you wouldn't feel so bad about yourself. But that's a deeper thing that I. But but since 2015, and I think I preached my first message in that July 5th, and then since then, yeah. So yeah, I've been running so, since then, brother. Answer that as far as the disagreement part, and I got another question for you. Yeah. Based off the list that we made as far as our talking points. So mm. as far as 
the disagreement, you have a conversation with the pastor mm-hmm. first. Or well, excuse me, you said your wife. Yes. Because first I'm going to in your house. Well, first, because I'm gonna I'm gonna first I'm gonna be like, wait, 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 wait. Am I tripping about this? I'm gonna have to let me open up the book. Let me take a look here. Cause before I jump out here, let me make sure and let me think about what what cause sometimes it might be something I disagree, but it's like, nah, it's just wording. He actually was saying this, but he just worded it this way. I right, chill out. It's cool. But if it's something totally different and you're like pushing, it's like, nah, bro, that's not it. Because the the, the reason it's such a passionate thing when it comes to disagreeing, because it, it's, it hits a place that's not a regular. It's not just hitting my brain or just hitting my heart. It's in my like my soul, like my internal man the, the at the core of who I am, like outside of anything else where it's like. That's a very sensitive space, the the spirit of the man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's where a lot of people get the church hurt. A lot of people be like, I'm out. Or a lot of people like, are you hypocrites? Are you? Because it's hitting a different place in them. It's not just the brain. Like, you know, people got friends all the time. Done them dirtball, said sorry. And they took them back. Pastor said something. They didn't like it. They out forever. Like, because it's, I feel like it's hitting a, a different place of vulnerability uh, for me disagreeing i'm gonna first check myself and make sure okay am i in pocket then i had a conversation with my wife and then from that point on i may have that conversation with him it just depends on the level of uh disagreement like the relationship we, you got with you know relationship and then like the level of disagreement because it, it may be something where it could be something i didn't agree with and i'm like all right whatever but it could be something i'm like okay i don't think that's true at all and i think you might be putting the rest of the people at risk because you're saying these things you know what i'm saying so yeah. Mm. So you don't like motivational speakers. I feel like pastors and motivational speakers are the same thing. Okay. I feel like it's just like I'm funny about pastors too. One, though. I, that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Makes sense. You seem like you you, you, you say <laughs> I question authority. You you more you don't you you don't challenge authority in the way that I do. You more of a like. It's a, it's a, there's a, there's a chink in the armor. There's a, a, a thread that's loose, and I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. Oh you God. can't be this, this perfect. You can't be this good. It's, that's more of what you like. So you, you have a line. Well, you're selling. I just feel that. like you're selling me weirdly. Like it's a weird sell for me. Like, and it, it, it probably don't even be them. It just be the edits that be. Yeah, you know I mean, because you, for you me, might that not, is the thing. How. How I digest that in the same way I digest it with churches, I know that it's not for me. Okay. Like I know that there's people that need that, and I realize that I'm not one of them. I, I, there may be a form of it that I need through therapy, music, whatever it may be, but mm-hmm. the motivational, like rah rah, let's go, or church, I I don't I don't even process that. I learned that real early on. Like I used, to, like I said, I went to a primitive Baptist church, and I don't know. What type of church you went to growing up? But this was a type of church where uh, you know they, they used to shout. Like you know what oh, that you familiar yeah. with that term? Yeah, yeah. They shout, catch the Holy Ghost, walk mm-hmm. the pews, all in tongues. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even at eight, nine years old, I was looking at that with some skepticism. Like this, this can't be real. Like mm-hmm. I don't believe this. Like I just do not believe that whatever they claim is going on is going on. Not questioning God. Not questioning what they had going on. It's just. That it just did not process to me mm-hmm. so with that being said i know on the other hand though that it may 
I later on found out that it just may affect people different. I just may not have the same effect. You'll feel it in some type of way. It just ain't that type of way. Mm-hmm. That's how I process motivational speakers and preachers too. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't go to church because I don't want to sit here for three hours and listen to this whole ordeal. Like I just don't want to do that. With motivational speakers though, I can listen and, and take it with a grain of salt again because I know what they're doing, that there's a process to it they've studied it it's just this whole thing with the dialect that they're using they're, they're, the inflections of their voices like don't don't if don't, they good now don't, if they're don't good, do that like there ain't no process on the, on the other end because they the, the, the oh most, yes we're preaching too that's what i say low that's what i say like we're preaching yeah that's what i say there's a process I be i'm some of them. both of them in the same oh bag, in the same that's why i'm i am putting both of them in the same bag i digest them the same i was wondering why you had i thought oh. you had more of a problem with one Versus oh, the other versus because other. you thought maybe one was mimicking the other and it oh, just wasn't yeah. in that traditional setting. Yeah. So that's what I was asking you about church, and then I saw this on our list. So I thought maybe it was because, especially mm-hmm. now since you're not ordained, you just you said you were called, Licensed. right? Yep. Have you ever thought about getting ordained? I think, bro, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna even front. So I was supposed to get ordained years ago, um, but mm-hmm. he kept kind of prolonging forgetting and kept saying remind him and it was it was a whole thing and after a while i just yeah well it well i (laughs) i I, I never like i never made no big deal about it like we like i said we don't even talk now because i can't believe that what can't believe what that you didn't make a big deal about no i didn't because i'm because it's not it's like i'm not pressed I'm, i'm 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 actually i'm i'm in the movement of I am preaching. I am actually, you know, being amongst the people trying to make myself available to just meet the need of the people. So it's like I'm active. I'm active. You know what I'm saying? Like I we got to go to the prison a couple times. Like I got to actually be in there and like wow, you know what I'm saying? So I'm active. I'm not tripping about it. However, I can't tell you when to do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Like now though, I'm at the It was point. something that you wanted though, right? Like yeah, you it, 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 it was something that theologians like. Would you like, become or would you get into theology? See, that's been a challenge. Like study the word. With, well, with him, it's been kind of a like because that's what we talk about, like uh, uh the school for uh, yeah, theology. The school, something like some school of theology, theology. or something yes. like yeah, like it's the I mean study of God. That's theology, but uh. I don't know why when I was first called like I was I was definitely more in that space um now it's a little different I don't know I I really just I would have to really just pray on it and and have to be revealed to me I'm not saying I'm against going but I I think there's just a there's a a benefit and and a not not benefit to it um I don't want it to affect certain parts of who I am with the faith that R&B music (laughs) <laughs> that boogie <laughs> like the old people used to call it that boogie that, that the devil music <laughs> but I mean I got a homeboy that's studying uh, my white homeboy that I was telling you about he, he studied he got oh, really I can see that it. yeah when, yeah, when you were talking about the yeah. Roe versus Wade that he guy really, yeah cause we were talking about the Roe versus Wade yeah he really into it yeah, yeah. Uh, question was that part of what made you cut your dreads off no nah, they going people back actually IG, people yeah, people actually loved the locks though. That was a weird thing. Like in people church. was, yeah, like they used to like some some of them would make jokes, like ministers would make jokes about it. But for the most part, they loved those locks. 
and for me i i kind of took a spiritual undertone with it like you know with like kind of like uh like the rastafarian you know what i'm saying kind of taking on certain things about it like being your antennas and connected with nature it was like i was really into it like you know all the way and why'd you why'd you cut him man <laughs> bro i got frustrated because it was my second time like growing the free forms and i got fr- what i should have did was i should have just cut the tail off the mohawk that's what i should have did but what happened was the hair started hanging over my head and then it started getting real annoying and i couldn't pin it yeah, up jay-z yeah, well, but I couldn't pin it up because I still had the tail in the back. So it was like putting a hard line in between. So it just got really weird at some point. And then I just, I was just like, man, I, I'm over it. And that was it. And I had grew them for like two years. Mm, would you grow them back? I'm debating on it now. I mean, I'm, I just ain't really yeah. used the sponge for it. At this age, you would grow it? What, what, what is it? What's, what's the age you got to do anything? Look at Jay Z. You just said Jay Z. <laughs> I'm no Jay Z, huh? That's what you're well, Okay, I, I'll tell a story, and you tell me what you think about. A B tells his story. I, I, he, one of his homeboys, has happened to uh, his name. I don't. We ain't got to talk about his name, but he worked the camera for Family Feud. Oh, uh, I know. You heard A B tell the story before? Yeah, yeah, with Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah, so the guy worked the camera for Family Feud. He had dreads. Steve Harvey pulls him aside one day. He's like, "Bro, you cut those dreads off. You probably would have a better." career professionally like your whole perception probably would be different because i guess he was good at what he did um and he did it and steve harvey hired him to go work with him in la on family feud is the end of that story however you just said well what the fuck did that got to do with it essentially Mm -hmm. if he had approached you with that it sounds like your answer or response would have been different it it would definitely would have been different would you have think? Would you have thought that he was wrong for telling you that? I wouldn't think he was wrong. Because it's just we just talked about. Okay, I just would have thought. I would have thought it was more like. I just would have thought it was an older way of thinking. That's it. Mm. Like I just. I, I'm not saying he's not correct. Obviously, it worked out for the young man. But I just think it's just an older way of thinking. It's just this weird thing. Like, let me get closer to perfect so that the white man can. That's how I feel. You telling me my hair affects how good I am, my success level? Freak out of here, dude. Like, I'm not buying it, bro. Well, no. What if he's saying, no, I'm not saying that it's affecting how good you are or anything. I'm telling you that people are going to perceive you different if you look different, which is a fact, right? But but how how am I perceived now? Do I look like a thug now? Is that what you're saying? You have, you have to ask Steve Harvey. That. That's why I, I mean, sure but I'm, I'm just probably, saying like... Yeah. You know, so if we having a conversation, and if I was Steve Harvey, you said, "Well, how am I perceived now?" Well, perceived may be perceived. Yeah, you see, you see what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. what I'm like. I'd be like, "Well, Mr. Harvey, how am I?" Perceived yeah, that's now? hard for me to understand because I'm not Steve Harvey's age. But how if I do get where he was coming from? I, I get it. I mean, I, like I said, I just think it's an older. It's just an older way of thinking. It like that. that I've is, had it this is con- older way of thinking. It doesn't make it not true. Per se, it just again for me, it's just like it's that weird thing that we do in our communities. Like I wanted to look presentable, presentable for who? I want to look professional, professional for who? These are the well, things that we. It's use almost like, t- well, if you gonna be with me, you gonna be with me. You gotta be like this. Gangs do it. 
<laughs> like everybody like workplaces do what you're gonna come here you gotta dress like this like everyone does it just in a different way yeah but if i if so i do dress that my question level. to you <laughs> yeah that's a lot right you see what i'm saying because like, I, I mean i got hair i got i got nigga hair like i ain't i don't have a corporate cut I yeah, work you, you'll probably have you probably have some crazy locks <laughs> yeah yeah i've had my shit grown out like Almost like Jay Z shit. It's a picture somewhere out there, like that. Oh, However, man, get that, yeah. I guess what I'm asking you: Would you kick yourself if you felt like that you let an opportunity slip because you were standing yeah. firm in something that you thought just wasn't right? Like uh-huh. it don't even really matter why they telling you this or why he's saying is it old or a new thinking. What matters is an opportunity may be on the table, and I'm saying fuck this opportunity because of how I feel. I ain't really just about how I feel. It's just who I am, bro. Mm. It's who so I how am. would your wife feel about that? What about what? your kid? We're we talking I'm, about. So what if we talking about the difference between making sixty thousand and one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year, bro? But you, you already know I'm the wrong person. What if he kept question. it that? What if he kept it that simple for you? If he was like, <laughs> okay, since you're not picking up the hints, <laughs> what, what I'm telling you is, if you cut your hair, you're gonna be coming with me. We going on the road, and you gonna make a lot more money. However, you can stay looking like you look, and you can do these. Odd jobs and make sixty thousand dollars a year, and your family can continue to struggle. How you respond? You really Steve moving the goalpost, buddy. And your family. Can I'm continue just asking to struggle. how you tell Steve Harvey. How you respond? Wait, I did. God, like you just make it like he. I'm ain't just got saying no what Steve Harvey out. would say. I heard a dreadlocks, but sh- no. Just, uh, I mean, <laughs> let's take the struggle bus out of the, the, the. But like you say, hey, you can go from this to this. Well, you cut your dreads. You go. You 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 definitely gonna be you, in a better lifestyle. You're in a better bracket. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. And but that's what he's telling you. But again, bro, I, it, I'm that I'm that same person. Like money doesn't move me that way. Yeah. And with my wife, like she she with me, she gonna get behind me because if somebody told her to do that, she'm like, okay, well, I guess it's my last day because. You have to draw the line somewhere. I'm not, I don't, money doesn't, if this is who I am and this is what I'm about, like my hair is a part of my heritage. This is who I am. I grew these for these reasons. Because you feel differently is not going to change me cutting my hair, bro. That's, it's just, I don't, it's it just, it just be, cause it's like, bro, tell me about my work. Okay, if you worked, if you did this a little better on your work, you could probably be in these doors. If you tell me about my work, but don't my individual, my individual attributes fall off, my nigga, like fall back, bro. That has nothing to do with my quality as an employee, period. But this is America, though. I can't, they've made it illegal for me to be able to say that. I can't come up to you and be like, man, I love your work. It's great, everything you do. I just don't like how you look. If you look different, man, you would make a lot more money at this company. Like, that's illegal. You but can't say that. But yeah, but that's so what that- <laughs> I mean, well, let me ask you then, Spike, because you clearly probably have a different. Okay. I mean, I should know you do because we talked about dream jobs and what you're willing to do to go and, you know, get to the, the place you would like to get. I don't act like I. Wait, wait, what do you mean yeah. dream jobs? Acting <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Dion. Well, no, nah, I had to. I got to move the goalpost <laughs> a little bit like you. You know what I'm saying? But no. Nah. Nah, so if Steve has that same conversation with you and he says, yo, Spike. I mean, I really like what you got doing, what you got going on. You're doing your thing, but man, look, we really—if you just clean, you do a clean face, like no beard, like you know what I'm saying. Maybe just a mm. stash, like no, 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 no goatee, no nothing under the chin, just maybe a, a solid mustache trimmed down. Uh, you know, you you can go from sixty to a hundred. You you going? Or? Huh? You know, black men in their facial hair. 
Yeah, boy, that's different. Face on that. Boy. Talking about the facial hair, that's different. Cause them niggas be looking like weirdos on TV with no facial hair. Um I probably feel the same way that you I would probably I don't know. I like it would it would have to be a really solid opportunity. It wouldn't be if I felt like that they were making that the determining factor and it wasn't also about my talent and also about my dreams, like then I would have a problem with it because I feel like that there would be another ask after that. Yeah. After they say that, then it's gonna be like, I, you know what, man, you could be a little bit cleaner, man. Or mm-hmm. what if you cut your hair just a little bit lower? Like it ain't gonna when is it mm-hmm. when would it stop if I accepted exactly. that? Exactly. So uh, the buy-in would have to be beyond like I would have to think that they was fucking with me really heavy and I did this cutting my facial hair off, like <laughs> buying into them too. Yeah. It wouldn't be no like, well, I hope this shit works. Like, nah, you got to sell me, my nigga. Like, you got to sell me on cutting my facial hair. And it wouldn't just be like, oh, you do a great job, man. You make this one chain. Like, nah, yeah. I ain't buying that shit. Like, That's you, what, you, you pulling the okie doke on me. You're just trying to get me exactly. in the door. Then I'm going to get in the door and I'm going to hate it here. Well, th- this is how you get into the secret societies. It starts that way. It's one little thing and it builds up from there. So mm-hmm. that that's what I'm saying. So it's like, let it be about the content of my character. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the words of Martin Luther King Jr. So I, I just don't like the idea of my physical. Now, if, if it's like, bro, you could, you could get a lineup or like, bro... Uh, you know, basically like a lineup of bro, can your hygiene or like something like you know, bro, can you even if you was like, can you cover cover your tattoos? I'd be okay with that still. I can even do that because that's not a physical change; it's just an entire change. But you telling me to change my physique in some way is just weird to me. It's like so yeah. you've gotten away from the quality of what I bring to the table. Now you would have just. <laughs> You have just dangled the bag pretty much pause for your own reasoning. That's why like I can't do that. Like I know y'all might listen like you know Mo, Mo stubborn like he don't he don't want to do nothing with come but it's like I just have such a self belief, bro. Like that's I can do things. Like I don't care like if I can only get so high, I can only get so high. I'm I'm okay with that, bro. So what if they what if they broke it all the way down to you? Cause I've been trying to think as you were saying that, mm-hmm. and they was like, "Nah, originally it comes from, it just doesn't look kept. Like only they, uh, the only time that people grew their hair out or had facial hair or whatever it may be is just when they hadn't shaved or taken baths in days, and that's just the perception that it is. Mm-hmm. We want you to look kept. We want you to look clean cut, shaved every day that you come. Cause you can, I don't think you can have facial hair in finance either, uh, for some reason or another. Cause, cause they want you to look clean and, and well kept." So what if they was like it broke it down to it just being as simple as hygiene? We want you to look like you do your hair every day, as opposed to it looking like that. You're saying a key word, brother. Look, yeah. And then also it's like who defines these things, brother? This they is what do. I keep exactly. You you telling me what's clean cut, and you don't have four C hair. You're telling me what <laughs> works as a black person. It's like Shiggy said, I'm on a computer and it's asking me, am I a robot? A robot is asking me, am I a robot? Bro, 
Like it doesn't make sense. It's the white people telling me. It makes you mad. Well, think about it. It's a computer saying, "Are you a computer?" Basically. So, because you want to protect yeah. yourself from other computers, you, computer? you think about it like because you want to make sure yeah. this is not another computer hacking into my computer. Like it's like white people telling me what clean cut is 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 crazy. You don't know what clean, you're not. Man, you know what I'm saying so, but I don't have to be redundant on it. Just for me, now, sir. Like I appreciate uh, the wise words from you, Mr. Harvey, but I'm gonna have to respectfully decline. Um, you would have declined that job. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it doesn't. I'm not. I'm just not moved by money like that, bro. It comes and goes. I I don't know, bro. It just that's how it is, dog. Like it. it I I just can't. Bring myself to be moved by such a crazy amount. If you just, it's just like nah, yeah. like I'm okay. It's great. It's great how this list is just coming together because I think you're about to contradict yourself yeah. right now in okay. real time. Okay, let's see. What do you think when you see? What do you think when you see people say? Does it bother you? You, nah, nah, you, you know why this ain't gonna work? You know why this ain't gonna work? <laughs> nah, well, it you know ain't a trick. It ain't nah, a trick. Nah, nah, because you, you, I know you. That was a smooth, genuinely. Nah, honestly, I think it's super unnecessary. But you're. This is not a. This is not a part of your physique. This is your attire. <laughs> see, I do. I see where you trying to take it. But like, if Steve Harvey told me, "Hey, I wasn't taking it nowhere. I just thought it was. I, I thought uh, it would be a good boy, turn." But you, but you came with a strong statement. Like, here's where you're about to contradict yourself. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if Steve Harvey said, "Hey, can you pull because your pants you up?" Even, cool. If you can, you put on some different shoes. Cool. Can you wear a different shirt? Cool. Can you why? Why I got put my pants well? up? Because you don't like how I look. I don't care nothing about that. <laughs> they don't bother me. That's 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 on my body. Like that's not my body. So it's like cool. All right. That's why I was like, if they but ask me. What? Yeah. <laughs> what was you saying? I said I was just wondering, does it bother you? Just on a on the principle of it, did, did, like just does it bother you? It's too, I, it, I'm not I'm not gonna go out of my way to tell nobody to pull their pants up, but it's just like you just. I'm never telling nobody to pull their pants yeah, up. I'm just, just asking, like, like just because I hate it. I go on and say it. I, I hate I, yeah, it. it. I'm just and I, I almost understand how people used to like when I was younger and but we would have our clothes were big and it was covered up. Like our pants would be sagging, you could just see the bottom of the pants. Yeah. Nowadays, niggas' jeans be all like tight, and they like the the shirt stop at their belly button, bro. And it's like, well, what are you doing, my nigga? Like, why do you have your ass out and like a tank top on, bro? Like, it just is that little Wayne? It bothers me. Yes, yeah, crazy. Is that little one? But it, in public, he a rapper though. That's one thing I think niggas be missing, and I guess they go to the dreads. Like it's it's cool for him to do it, but my nigga, you in McDonald's, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> There's other adults in here, my nigga. Like pull your pants, please. Up. This is a why my little like if I were you, yeah. Like why my daughter got to see you like this, bro? I feel like, yeah, like it, why it, your ass got to be all out? Like come on, homie. I remember one of my big brothers. I ain't we wasn't really that cool, yeah. but I wouldn't have never thought that. You were breaking up a little bit, my bad. I didn't know if you were talking or not. I was trying to you were breaking up. Oh, I was just saying one of my my big brothers. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, one of my big brothers from college. Uh, we don't talk like that now, but uh, I remember like that was his whole moment because he was like, man, you told us we can't be swagging on camp. I mean, yeah. we can't be sagging on campus and you sagging. And I, I mean, and I remember it wasn't really no real sag like that, but it was like very slight. But I remember him telling us, he's like, this is a respectable sag. <laughs> I'll never forget that, bro. So now I be thinking about it's okay to have a respectable sag. 
Like he had it like pulled out yeah. just a slight bit to show the belt, but you couldn't see nothing else. Like it wasn't. It was just like I don't want it all the way up on my waist. That was it. Like you know what I'm saying. So, but so Spike, with our episode being about honesty and lying, why is the whole society, or at least in the U.S., built on lying? Uh, was it the same reason we were talking about Santa Claus, right? Like you, 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 you explained it as far as letting people have their belief. Like people, I think people would just go crazy if they knew the truth to everything that was happening. People ha- like to have their head in the clouds. Like there's some things wow. that, that people just have to be lied to about. You disagree with that? You know what? Dang. See, you end up swaying me here because there is something about the idea of lying. <laughs> you know, bro, like I used to lie. Like my wife knows, like especially when we was boyfriend girlfriend, like I used to be lying about like silly stuff, and she just be like, "Why? Why? What was a Maurice lie? Like what? Well, some stuff wasn't silly. (laughs) Like, like I explained to like I wasn't like the best boyfriend because I was like I kicking it with my boys, saying we're gonna get something to eat and go to they go to one of their crib, but we might do something else between getting something to eat and going to their crib, like. Like oh we actually stopped and went over so and so's house to smoke or something. I didn't say that part in the story. Mm. So it's like is that all you did? It's like yeah that's all we did. So you sure you wasn't nowhere else or whatever? Maybe something got revealed or somehow I was stumbling over the story and I didn't reveal that part. And so then that was the lie. Like it was some silly. It was like you could have just said you went but over. See, that's, I feel like that's normal man stuff though. We that's do what that I think. just because. Yeah, we do that sometimes just because we don't want to explain ourselves. Hey, that's a fact. Or it sound it might sound weird, but in, in all reality, just like nothing really happened. It just ain't we can't explain it to mm-hmm. you. Like it's just because women think differently from us. Yeah, and and if you can't explain it, they gonna think something's up. But yeah. us sometimes like we just be like, hey, man, I was just you know. So yeah, I, I get that, but I thought you had something more. Oh no, nah, it ain't like a individualized. Well, because I'm not you really ain't got a, nothing in the book of Maurice. Nah, because I'm not really, I'm not a really liar a, like that. Yeah, I'm not really a liar like that. Nah, I'm not good at lying. And then I just never really was that person for real. I started doing that when I got in a relationship because I feared the reaction of the truth. I've spoke about it in one of my rhymes. Like I feared the reaction of what the truth would be. I feel like I can if I'm lying. I can gauge where you what your reaction gonna be. I could control your reaction almost. Lying. If I tell the truth, I, I I have zero idea where this is going. You know what I mean? At that young age, like just lying to my girl or lying to whoever. I mean, or telling the truth to whoever. So, what's a lie that bothers you? That what made you think of this? What is one that you hear a lot or one that really just is a a, a thorn in your side? Like what's that? One lie that niggas tell that it's out there that's just like what bothers you the most. I'm not mad. Huh. It's really like my wife would like women do that. Like, I'm not mad. I told you I'm not mad. I'm not mad. And it's just like you're clearly <laughs> upset or you feeling something or something is bothering you. There's something in that realm. You know what I mean? But it's just like I'm not mad. I, I want you to text me like that, but I'm still not mad. Like I'm, I told you I was cooking Like you know That's like the For me that's about it really Cause it I mean other And the other the other lie probably is just If somebody's like 
Like they like I mean some in some kind of realm where they fake like they like me or they they cool with me, but they really don't care nothing about me for real. Like that's happened to me for real. And mm-hmm. I found out and I was like, dang, bro, I thought like I thought we was cool. You well, really go like, into that. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Like how did you find out they didn't like you? Well, it was a it was a couple that we used to hang with. Uh the wife didn't like me. And my wife told me one day, she was like, Yeah, you know, we that's when we was like used to be smoking. <laughs> used to be smoking and stuff like that. So just I guess people had the the courage at the time to just kind of speak that in some weird context. I don't even know the context really. But she had told me one day and I was just like, Damn, for real? Like you ain't never gave we me that. Yeah. I was like, Well, you ain't never gave me that type of energy. Like you didn't like me. So after that, it really was Oh, just yo, like, she was talking to you. She no, she told was talk- you Told, talking to my wife and, and your my, wife re- re- told, told you yeah did you get yeah. mad at your wife why she honestly I didn't me. honestly I didn't like she, she thought that I would get mad at her, but I, I didn't like I honestly was just more like just thrown off cause it's like bro I'm not even really but I know what it was it wasn't so much that she didn't like me but she what what they had in their relationship it, it it wasn't the same so it became, became a little bit of an envious energy you know what i'm saying it's just like i'm a certain type of man and and then he's not a certain type of man let's just put it that way and so it wasn't so much you didn't like me you didn't like the fact that your man wasn't a certain oh, way oh and obviously not, y'all aren't friend couples anymore thruples y'all not yeah. thruples anymore huh? thruples spike of thruples I've never heard of those friend couples. Fruples. Oh, you never couples. No, no, that's a new one. Yeah, friend couples. Uh, but what? What about you, Spike? Uh, I like that. What about you? Well, wait, 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 wait. Oh, no, oh. Not what about me? Yeah, because I, I still have <laughs> questions about this. Okay. Like, I'll tell. Okay, I will tell you what would have bothered me mm-hmm. in that scenario, and I'll go into what you were asking me as far as what about me, as far as the lie that makes me mad because both of them have something to do with each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. I would have been bothered that my wife didn't tell me that immediately. Like, when I'm married, I'm not married yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to tell me, like, there's no way that I'm married. We married, not dating, not mm-hmm. just fucking around. You ain't just my baby mom. We're married. Mm-hmm. And someone is sharing with you that they don't like me. I want to know. I want mm-hmm. you to tell me and I want you to be able to, to relay that information and mm-hmm. us talking through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one that would have bothered me. Uh, and two, I would like a connection with someone where that chick not even going to feel comfortable telling my wife that because she know she going to mm-hmm. tell me probably as soon as we leave. Well, I guess and maybe I, I need to provide you, some I'm not comment. questioning. No, I, no, 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 no. Well, yeah, that's why I say I ain't even questioning y'all. I'm just saying yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, is that I, I don't know. I don't want any more context if that's too personal. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, and I'm not saying that your wife did anything wrong with you. Yeah. Saying no. I'm critiquing y'all's relationship. I'm just saying, saying what the things would that would have bothered me if yes. this were a hypothetical scenario, giving more context to it. So what I'm yeah. saying is, I would like a connection when I'm married for the chick that I, I know. If I tell her this about him, she gonna tell him probably as soon as they in the car. That's probably why I'm not married. <laughs> so it may be unrealistic. Uh, but yeah, that's what I, that type of yeah. connection where people know that y'all got a bond, bro. Like it ain't yeah. nothing that you finna do or say that. So that's well, what, and what were you about to ask? So the backdrop context here is we had maybe been married a year. So that would have made us married one year together three. So we're 
pretty fresh. No, they were made us Damn, together like pretty quick. Yeah, we probably we when we got married, we were together come, just about to hit the two year marker. Uh, so we just kind of chalk it up as like married ten, together twelve. So there's that early phase of us having that type of connection. Like now, nobody would ever do that now. Like it's they know better. Like nobody is. But at that time, they were kind of the OGs. It's a weird thing when you're early in the marital game and you might be hanging with couples and the frupples, the frupples, and they kind of they see you're impressionable and then they kind of try to. It's this weird thing of trying to they navigate you your wing. Yeah, take you under their wing, kind of try to navigate, girl. I'm telling you, because you got to be prepared for this. Like, bro, I'm telling you, this is how I go, bro. I'm telling you. It's like being young and naive at that time. We never took anything, like, to the heart deeply because me and her just always been on a different wavelength, period. Like, we just always been Krishanda's going to be Krishanda. Mari's going to be Mari's. Like, we just always been different anyway. But... I can see certain things like if I was a different man, I would have took these things and maybe operated a little differently. So but the backdrop of it is it was very early uh, in that. So it was like, how do I tell him why we've been kicking it over there? And it's a lot to it, more to it than, you know, sometimes. And I know you might not. I know you're not going to agree with this, but sometimes logic can go out the window with love. Uh, That's just happens sometimes. But I know you being the person you are, you you never. No, yeah. no, don't. I mean, relate. this this, this ties it to, all. That's what I said. This ties to the church thing. That's why I said I know because once it went out, when logic relate. went out the window, it was just like nope. Yeah. <laughs> so I not relate. But I get it. Bro. Um, what were you about to ask me? What what make the one that makes me mad? Oh well, yeah, the, the lie that you like you you hate hearing all all the time. There's not a one specific one for me. There's a vein of lies. And it's I mind my business. I don't engage a lot. Like I, when a motherfucker seeks me out to lie to me, and they <laughs> under like, oh, I got this, and man, you know, I got this going on, and man, such and such did like, and bro, I don't, I don't care. What do you mean, I'm not child? impressed. Well, like you know, when people engage you, because like for you example, like you do your audio series, they see you moving around doing podcasting or whatnot, and you spoke to this earlier, so I don't want to sound like I'm being narcissistic here but even if you they just think you're a cool person mm-hmm. like it's just like hey man you look cool you got nice shoes on you like seem like a person that i would like to know mm-hmm. hey man what's up and then it's a lie man you know i know such and such man we did this video with uh such and such and uh you know i do this podcast with such and such man and we had like bro i don't i don't care uh, you get that i don't lie. like it that's the one that bothers me the most. I've gotten that my whole life for some oh reason. I guess I just look like a nigga that people like to talk to. But just the, the engaging <laughs> to lie. Like, bro, I don't care. Yeah. I like I guess it's the lies that the ones that bother me the most are the ones where people are lying to impress you. Or if even if they ain't lying like this. Mm. But just the saying that just the, the tooting your own horn shit, bro. Let me find out. Myself. What if, but what if he was famous? You, you what if tell. he was famous? Like what if you were actually big time, big time? And it's like, is mm-hmm. somebody wrong for trying to lie to the famous person? In what sense? Like, like there's they're, no they're, reason like, that you should have to lie to me. There's no reason. I mean, it's there's no reason you should have to lie. But you trying to get through the door for an opportunity or something? Yeah, like because I'm just saying, like maybe I mean, set aside like previous to you being in this space, like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is before, but let's just say now they look at you. We already talked about kind of like the. Uh, 
the perspective people have like you look like like you said you said the dude when y'all was at a uh, revolt like you said man i don't know who y'all is but y'all look like you know what yeah. i mean so that's that and then it's just like you're like non nonsense like demeanor that you have so a person about his business a person that's stern focused some a person about something so somebody come along maybe they think you on like you know you think about it bro like y'all had y'all had famous people on your podcast you know what I'm saying? So somebody in their eyes, it's like, bro, these niggas had Dame Dash on there, bro. I gotta, you know, what I mean, I I gotta lie, <laughs> I gotta lie, I gotta. So I mean, in that sense, do you you still feel like it, it? It's unnecessary, or would you be like, I know they full of it, but I'm gonna let them get it off because I know what they they want they wanna they want something that I'm not gonna give them, but I'm gonna let them get it off. See, there are two ways to look at. Well, two different types in that one is cool and one that wouldn't be one in the sense of <laughs> if they like well I can help you do this I know how to do this I seen you do this and I, y'all are lacking this I appreciate it and man I know how to do it but they ain't got, got no oh, fucking clue okay. on how to do it I wouldn't be as mad at that because they're looking for a way is okay. that you're looking for a way they might can figure it out. They just shooting they shot per se. Mm-hmm. So if they like, man, I can y'all should do commercials, man. I do commercials and I'm cold with Adobe and I can make them look like this and do that in the third. I wouldn't be as mad at that lie as I would a nigga being like, man, like you said, trying to impress me. Oh, I, I feel like since you guys interviewed Dame Dash, and I gotta tell you all, oh, you know, I interviewed all uh, such and such too, man. You know, I got uh, ten thousand views on such and such. like I don't. Oh, like the like the one upper. Yeah, or the one upper, or to even present it as to it's a competition. Like, oh, I'm on the same level as you, or you ought to be knowing who I am too. Like, I, right, that ain't right. how I make connections. Yeah. I don't think those high genuine connections are made when you're trying to one up or you acting like it's a competition. If you genuinely a fan of what someone does, like I don't think that you would have to present it in that way. Versus if you genuinely a fan what someone does and you present it in a way of I can help you out. I'm a fan, I can help you. I may be lying about my uh credentials or my skill set, but at least I'm talking to you and I'm excited and I want it. even if I can't do it, I'm gonna figure it out if it can help you mm-hmm. or it can help me. Mm-hmm. Versus oh man, you know I do this too and I did that too. Like nigga, I don't care. That's low key childish too, because it's like niggas used to do that when we was like in t- teenager, like middle school. Like, yeah, you know I'm yeah, not a hoop too, yeah. man. I'm telling I you, I never hoop. liked it. Yeah, I hate like, pissing contests. I hate. Yeah, pissing me contests. too. It's like overcompensating. It's just a weird. I hate that. All right, Spike. Well, we are now in our homework segment. I asked you last week to check out Axiom Amnesia, which is a YouTube channel, and I wanted you to check out the Juice Fan Theory. Was you able to check that out, Spike? I did, and it was very interesting. I'm not. I don't know if I'm on board or not, though. Mm. I gotta look at it one more time to see if I'm on board with the theory. Um, I looked at the one as well that we spoke of about the. What was the other movie? Uh, there were two of them that you said they did. Uh, with old dog. Oh, the uh, Minister Society with old dog. Mm-hmm. I like that one better. Oh, because okay. um, when I looked at this one, I looked at that one too again. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of just had that one on the tail end of it, mm-hmm. so it's more fresh on my mind. But I did look at both of them. I do like it. I like the presentation. I like how it adds depth to black cinema. 
gives yes. you another way to look at it something that you may not have thought of gives it another layer uh like they try to we usually don't get our media presented in that way to where people are giving it another thought process or another view so i like it i'm a fan of the page good put on good okay. homework i i hope they do more what you think about the theory though i, I i'm did with you, it did you agree with the theory you never told me I did agree because when they said when they were saying this was all real, it's like, and they say when he looked out the window and then it looked like it was like a flash forward and then you see him outside or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if it, it to me it fit perfectly because it was like his idea in his head of Q. We're talking about Juice, y'all. If y'all don't know, yeah, Q was still that dude even in his his own imagination. Right. And and I always thought when I paid close attention to his father having some kind of issue in the beginning, I always thought that's why Bishop is off. I always, without the theory, I always thought that's why Bishop is off. His dad sitting there in the very beginning. Yeah, I always thought that. Yeah, yeah. but this might be want to watch Juice again too. Ah man, yeah. Well, wait till I, yeah, wait till I give you the homework this week. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it because I think that all of the stuff it was so extreme. And what sold me at the final part is when he, when they went back to the DJ set and like how Bishop was in front of the cops, just like yeah, they said somebody killed. Raheem or or somebody uh killed Will- old man Willikers or whatever the, the the guy was that run the little pop uh pop store or whatever, but he was like in right. front of the cops like they said like who does that like you know what I mean so it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff but I I, I subscribe I subscribe to I don't know if I subscribe so That's much to Menace Society but I do like that theory I like too. that theory I do yeah. like that I like yeah. that theory and it's funny because nobody was I was. Yeah, it, it, once they pointed that out, it was really crazy. I don't think the Hughes brothers that cold though. I don't know if the, I, I, I'd, I'd be remiss if they are, but I don't think the Hughes brothers that made that film are that cold, because that would be some Sixth Sense type shit. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about the BMF documentary? Did you watch? Unfortunately, Spike, I did not get a chance, and I it just hit me. I was like, damn, I knew. I kept saying, man, I'm forgetting to watch something, and it slipped my mind, bro. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know if right. you got. I'm willing to do double homework if you have a second thing, or I can oh, do this, that. Th- this week's homework would be real quick, and you can go back and throw to the the BMF. Okay, I'm gonna throw both um, of these on there. What if you, got? you want to after this homework, you're gonna love this. Okay, you're really gonna love this. Oh man! So I just sent you a message. Okay, and it's I'm, I tease you about being a rapper, but I do have a 16 on iTunes. You have a my 16? Passed, yes. My friend passed away. And on this album, and that song that I just sent you was a verse that we dedicated to our friend. It's called Good Die Young. His name was Dante Cook. He passed from a heart disease. Uh, and each one of us on this song, we were friends with him. Uh, this happened in 2000. This was long. This was, it's been a while, like 2007. So this was around that time. And I thought I was the rapper as well. So you can listen to that Good Die Young song. Oh my gosh. You tell, well, my name's on that. You can I told you, you love this homework. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god. Yeah. So you can figure out which one of them that I am. You can come rate the verse next week and let the That's people know crazy. what you think. You can I even put a- this in the scope. You can put this in the, the the. I didn't know when I was gonna drop this as the homework, but I knew you would enjoy it, bro. You can put this in the show notes so the people can hear it too. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's the homework. I can't. I know believe you can't it, wait to get off of here. Oh it's, man, no. I held it out for a great time. Yeah, well, I've been holding off because I I, I know I said I'm gonna use one of my sixteens for the front end of the show, but I don't know when. I don't know. I just don't know when. 
But I was like, it got to be perfect. But I'm so criti- critical about my stuff. I was like, ah, you know, I'll wait. But I'm like that too. But I can't believe Spike has a verse. I can't believe you opened yourself up to that. That's like, um, yeah, absolutely. So check well, it out. Let me know what you think. And then look at the documentary for me. Okay. Uh, for you, I got a, a new podcast, man. I've, I really enjoy this. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Big Ja. Uh, he's on YouTube. He does like some of the skits and, and stuff. He's a, a, a he's a producer, a writer, like an independent, like some of these YouTubers that you might see in these little skits or they make these little short films or, you know, uh, big job. But he got a podcast with his guy, uh, Tone, Tony, Big Tone or something like that. It's called Blackbusters. They review, of course, classic black movies. But I thought it was going to be That's like, clever, yeah, so, but I thought it was going to be like, uh, black men can't jump in Hollywood. Like that's another podcast. I used to really like it back then, but it was just kind of too nerdy. It was black dudes that was doing it. Black men can't jump in Hollywood. That's yeah. the name of the show. Yeah, that was the name of the show. It's pretty fire. I liked it, but uh, but but Blackbusters, man. Like I would, I don't know. You check out the list. They only probably got like twelve episodes right now. You, you they got it on Spotify and it's on YouTube. Uh, I really like the Best Man one. I liked all of them really, bro, because they don't do it like in synchronization. They have the different conversation that I think I say uh, I think Spike will like that from a fi- being a film fan, and uh, so I think that you should check it out. Just try to find whichever ones. The, What's the name of it? Blackbusters. Blackbusters, and they would revolt. So I was like, all right, shots out to them, man. Man, get revolt, get us in there, man. So yeah, check it out, Blackbusters. It's on Spotify, man. You pick whatever you want on that list. And I'd be interested to see uh, what you got. I'm putting it on the notes, so if you do forget, then it'll be on here. Uh, okay. But that, yeah, but it's fire, man. But uh, this is another week in the books, man. Uh, Absolutely, man. We appreciate you guys sticking it out with us this week. Seen a couple cut points in there, maybe, maybe moking the purposefully <laughs> hide it and even edit this out of it. <laughs> we won't hear it, but yeah. we appreciate y'all bearing with us this week for another week in the books. Chapter 24 is about mm-hmm. honesty. Yeah. Great job by you this week, Mo. What do you want to leave the people with? I want to leave the people with, man. Y'all can go follow the IG another week in the books. We're going to actually start putting some video clips on there, man. A brother then figured out uh, the Matrix now. So I'm trying to put a couple of little shorts on there. Y'all can go follow that page. But man, if y'all haven't seen it already, man, go follow the Good Earner Pod underscore Sopranos page. Uh, it's got nothing but Soprano memes and funny moments. That's just a build up to what's coming out January 5th, uh, 2023 for all my Sopranos fans. Even if you ain't a Sopranos fans, this is an opportunity for you to uh, find a new show that's an old show, but it's a, the greatest show. And you get two black men, me and Spike. It's a whole different bag from this. We're reviewing it. And it's it's just a dope show. It's a dope review. Y'all can have fun with us, laugh with us, uh, chime in and all that. So January 5th, 2023, go check out uh, Good Earners reviewing The Sopranos. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you guys joining us. AWITB 2022 for your emails. We out.